Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The following content is not suitable for children. Okay, George, last week we did some work with the sexual pursuer and helping them articulate their longing, which is so important to the eventual healing of the negative cycle. And today I want to talk with you about the withdrawer's sexual needs and what kind of lies beneath this, what are their longings, so that we can help heal the cycle from the withdrawer side as well. Bring it on. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. I also want to just mention we are doing a couples retreat on September 8th. So please keep that in mind in your schedule for your fall schedule. We want to give you a heads up. We're only doing one this year because our training schedule is getting crazy, but we would love to invite you to our couples retreat on September 8th. It's by Zoom and you can find it on our website, foreplaysextherapy.com. Nice. And we just uh, completed training therapist two days, right? On sex. Had over 100 therapists. How much fun was that, Laurie? To just kind of, again get all these questions. We don't have all the answers, but we're just, again, that excitement is just trying to help us all get clearer and clearer and start leaning in this direction because it's such a great need to help couples talk about their sex lives. It was. It was really fun. And we're excited to do it again for our couples. We always have fun with people who are wanting to work on their sex life and come to us. They're always anxious. What is it going to look like? And I'm glad to email you a little bit about that, talk with you so you can get comfy. Nice. And who don't want to be comfy, right? <laughs> well, here we are. We talked about these longings. Again, I think too many people think longings, wants, needs, you know, they ask for it. But the time of when they ask for what they want is it, it, it's not heard by the other person because the other person's in a defensive position and their needs not being met. So it's just like negotiation where it doesn't pull people closer together. It feels like I want you to talk more. Or I want you to be less critical. And it's like, it's it's just a negative cycle. But when you can create safety with a couple where they do get their cycle and they start blaming the cycle and working together, what is the new moves? I, when I'm threatened, can I ask for help? instead of going away and protecting myself. So that asking for help is the longing. There's something you need when you're threatened. You wouldn't have to protect yourself if you can get help. How do we slow this down enough to really help our people zone in on what would help you 
in this place of threat. That's really going to be the key. So today we're going to talk about what Taurus. Yeah, and we're going to talk about often what they need underneath, what they long for, what what are the vulnerable, tender places in them. Yeah. Certainly sexual withdrawers often feel like they're not pleasing their partner. Mm-hmm. And they are so tired of being judged and criticized. I, I was thinking of this sexual withdrawer that I work with and, you know, her body really is shut down a lot. She's very busy. She's very stressed. And she doesn't have access personally to a lot of her libido and that tiny little spark. It, it She just can't quite find it. And so her husband's disappointment just always makes her feel like, I'm not being a good wife. I'm not being who you want me to be. I'm, I'm failing. And you know, I, I'm thinking about her as we talk about this, like yeah. her needs. Yeah. And I, again, if we slow this down, so often what withdrawers ask for is please just stop the negative. They can't actually ask for the positive of what, what their heart kind of desires in this place. Right. So we want to help. Yes. We want to reduce the negative. Yes. We want to kind of make progress on that negative cycle. But once we slow down, when you feel like a failure or you're always disappointing your partner and you're discouraged, what do you need in that place? What would help instead of just stop doing it? That's great. We're working on stop doing it. But inevitably in life, we're still going to always get hit, right? We always have raw spots, vulnerable spots that get hit. If we can listen to those places when I'm a failure, when I feel like I'm a loser, or I'm letting you down, what would help me? Can you see how this becomes a game change if you can get people to listen to these places and actually ask for help? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I think about her, there's so many things that she does want and need. First of all, I think she wants for some understanding from her partner and some acceptance that her body really is very different than his that you know mm-hmm. he has access to that pulsing energy so to speak of his libido and his desire and you know her body is just kind of silent it doesn't signal her with a sexual flare ever i mean it just it that doesn't go up and she wants him to understand so much that she's working from this other place this other body nice right that understanding is saying you're not broken this is the way you're made it's okay to be this way that i accept you as being different than me that acceptance tells that failure place you don't have to feel this intense because it's okay to be different than me right Right. that reassurance is so often what a lot of withdrawers are looking for Mm -hmm. the opposite of failure is being told you are enough I would choose you again. You know, it's okay where you're at, right? That's telling that failure place that even if you fail, I still want you and it's okay to fail. Can you see how that would take the pressure off failing? It does. It does. And that reassurance is feels so good to her. You know, if that comes, it's like she doesn't maybe have the second block of Not only does my body not tell me that it's time for sex, but 
then my partner's disappointment in me just further defeats the moment. And so reassurance counters at least the second part, right? Yeah. That my partner understands me and, and appreciates what I'm going through. So she doesn't have a double block. It's okay. Most withdrawers are not going to know what they need because it's never been an option. Right? They're going away and they're hiding these places. They don't want people to see and reject them more or tell them more they're failing. So it's so counterintuitive to face this place. But when they do, when there's enough safety to face it and they can listen to their body, it will start to communicate. There's always a longing with every hurt. Yeah. Right. So again, a lot of withdrawers don't even like words. Words are always usually unfriendly, right? The message they're doing something wrong. And a lot of times withdrawers do like the physical reassurance. Like, can you just come find me? Can you grab my hand? Can you give me a hug? Can you yeah. rub my face? That message that I'm not alone, that usually they're loved when they're successful. And when they're failing, they're never really loved. They're left alone. So for somebody to find them, their partner to find them in this place and say, no, I, the hug is saying, I want you, even though you feel this way about yourself. Damn, that's pretty good, right? Yeah. I think especially when touch sometimes reaches withdrawers in ways that words don't, because you're right, words are so critical. And just thinking about her sitting there, and I think one of the things that he would do when she wasn't in the mood is he'd just kind of pull her over to him. They were sitting on the couch watching television or something. And you know, when she would say no, he'd just kind of put his arm around her and pull her in and and kiss her, you know, head, I guess, her hair. And it was like, it's okay. It's okay. He didn't say it, but she was like, whew, relief. You know, that that worked. Yeah. I, I also want to say a little thing about sexual withdrawers that sexual pursuers are going to have a hard time with is that sometimes they're longing underneath is actually sexual. Many sexual withdrawers do have sexual needs and do have very particular sexual needs. And either they haven't been met in the way that they really need them met. And so they've kind of given that up or they have old issues of shame, trauma that kind of block them from their sexual needs emerging. And I think that what is beautiful in this moment is many times the sexual withdrawer does get back in touch with their own sexual needs, but it's been repressed or shamed or something. And so they hardly have access to it in most of their sexual encounters with their partner. But in this moment, when we kind of talk about it, they get back in touch with it. Yeah. And sometimes I want to say one more thing about the sexual withdrawer, the male Sometimes for him, you know, he's blocked it because he sees his sexual desire as too much or as too dirty, something. And so he just kind of has blocked himself sexually. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I acted out once as a sexual, you know, in my marriage. And so what I learned is my sexual urges are dangerous. So I just, I just blocked it. Most of the time, these big sense of failure are the breaks that stop the sexual energy. If you can go to these breaks and you can kind of let yourself in first and let your partner in, then we could find the solution to these breaks. Once we free up the breaks, we get reassurance with the fears and the hurts. It's so much easier to access that positive sexual energy that has been blocked throughout this process. 
So again, to me, it feels like two steps. It's like, let's, let's get some reassurance for the fears. Let's loosen up those brakes. Once those brakes are loosened up, all right, now let's hit some gas pedals. Let's find this withdrawer that's kind of been hiding to start accessing these powerful sexual longings that they just haven't had the capacity to deal with because these brakes have been shutting everything down. Okay. Let's come back and, and talk about role-playing and how we get this withdrawer to oh. ask for what they need, the solution think- to the positive, to the negative cycle. I think I get to be the therapist this time. I like it. That sounds good to me. Hey, y'all. I know that some of you have questions about what's going on with your body. You may be stewing about a health problem and you kind of resort to texting your group chat and get your friend's opinion. But really, truly, you're unlikely to find qualified medical advice in your group chat. But you can find a good doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend and they give you expert advice that you really need. So reach out to ZocDoc.com. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them, and treat almost any condition under the sun. Trust me, I really want you to get the help you need medically. You need to find a doctor who is qualified and ZocDoc will help you do it. Go to ZocDoc.com slash foreplay, download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours and when you need help, you need that quick. That's ZocDoc.com slash foreplay, ZocDoc.com slash foreplay, y'all. Uber Lube, it's a luxury lubricant. Can you say that three times fast? Uber Lube Luxury Lubricant. You know, basically, it's pure silicone bliss. It is made from superior ingredients. It has skin-soothing vitamin E, and it goes on just like natural moisture, and it lasts a long time. There's no drip. Their glass bottles are truly beautiful. You can leave them on your bedstand. I do. No problem. Nobody notices. And it's basically like this thin, slippery silicone formulation it reduces friction, which is great, but it doesn't reduce sensation and it stays slippery long enough for lasting pleasure. They have travel-friendly toughened glass bottles. You can slip it in your gym bag. You can slip it in your purse. You can be ready whenever. Try Uberlube, the silicone lubricant at uberlube.com. Use the code foreplay for 10% off. Really, it is the best lubricant on the market. So George and I are going to role play this, and this time he gets to be the the person who is withdrawing sexually, and maybe emotionally as well, which seems to go hand in hand sometimes with men when they're sexual withdrawers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to work with him a little bit and see if I can get him into this place of vulnerability to tell us what his deepest fear is and what his longing is. Perfect. And again, just a reminder to everybody, you have to bring the fears alive if you're going to get the longings. This is the thing that never happens for any partner, right? When they're threatened, they go right into their defenses. Defenses provide short-term protection, but they hide the vulnerability. And if you hide it, you're never going to get the solution to the threat. So that's why Lori's going to bring that fear alive to then get to what I might need, which has never been an option. Okay. So Joe, we've been working for a while now and 
And I appreciate how much insight you've had and how much you've, how far you've come and how vulnerable you've already been in this process. And I'm just wondering if today we could talk about kind of what is underneath the part of you that does go away sexually. And if you would be willing to think with me about that. Well, I don't want to, but I know we need to. It's important. We're going to do this differently. Yeah, I I appreciate the part that says, I don't want to do this because who wants to go toward things that don't feel so good? I, none of us, you know, you're not alone there. None of us want to do this thing that might hurt or might feel bad. And yeah, it's tough. And you've said that sometimes when Jane approaches you, you just feel this thing shut down. And, and what is it? Can you kind of go with me about what that strong shutdown is about what what you're feeling again i could just even now as we're talking about it it's like i feel my body tensing up it's when she reaches over and we're laying in bed it's Mm -hmm. like uh uh-oh that's my immediate response that like i know she wants to be intimate and i'm gonna let her down because i'm not in a mood Mm -hmm. and i also know not only am I going to let her down, but I'm going to feel pretty lousy about myself. That yet again, what's wrong with me? I must not be a man. I, you know, I, so yeah, it's just yeah. terrible. So, so even as we start talking about it, your body starts to feel tense. Mm-hmm. And you kind of tell yourself when this happens, you're going to let her down, and you're going to fail, and like you're, you're not even a man. You know, those are are pretty tough things. Can can you tell me about this place inside that starts to feel tense? Is it all over your body or particular places? I just feel it in my neck and shoulders. It's like bracing. I mean, it's throughout my whole body, but mostly right there. It's like, not again. Mm, Not again. She's reaching for me and I feel this tension in my shoulders, my neck, all of that. Yeah. Is it, it's this part that's bracing not again it's coming again is it kind of bracing against that yeah it's it, again it's because she's wanting it and she, i'm glad she wants it. and i know that's a good thing but it just feels like i'm hurting her like why what's wrong with me why, why is my body not working mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why can't i just be turned on like it shouldn't be this hard so I guess I do feel like I'm I'm failing. Like I'm I'm a failure actually, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like why doesn't my body get turned on? I I know this is good. I know this is healthy what she's reaching for, but I'm kind of bracing for that impact of I'm a failure. Something's wrong with me. I can't get turned on. Your body feels it and you're telling yourself, yeah, I'm I'm failing here. I'm going to fail her. But even inside, it sounds like inside you, there's this worry. I'm a failure. I'm, I'm not a good sexual partner. I'm, I'm, I'm not a man. Can you go a little further with that and tell me what that place is, that painful place? Can I make a joke now? Well, I, I appreciate, Uh, you know, we all want to joke and get out of these things. And that's, that's good, right? You're, you're, you know, we we want to escape this painful place. Even I, you know, want to give you 
yeah, make a joke, say something funny because it's, I feel for you, you know, especially when you're both in bed, it's dark mm -hmm. and she's for you. Like who wants to stay in that dreadful place of what you're saying goes through you, the tension. Yeah. I guess actually I never really thought about it like this, but I mean, I know I'm failing. We've talked about that, but I guess it feels like when I'm failing on a deeper level, it's kind of confirmation that I am a failure, right? It's like proof. It's like, here we go again. You can, you can try to be positive and read books and do all that stuff, but here it is again. Here's your test and you failed again. You are a loser. Mm. That's, that's what I feel like. Like it's confirmation. Is I, I, I have to admit that's true. That's what I feel like. Yeah. The worst place is I'm failing and I'm a loser. My mm. body doesn't turn on. I'm not going to be who she wants. And it, it must mean I'm a loser. That's that's a terrible place. When you think about this, this place that is like you are calling yourself a loser. You know, I, I see it. It's like disgust almost at yourself for being a loser is what you, you, you say to yourself. And that, that just hurts me as I hear you say it. Okay, so when you're saying that, Joe, and you're feeling like a loser, do you have any sense of what you would need that would be comforting to you in this place that you're feeling like a loser? Yeah, I need my penis to work. Yeah, I bet you do. And then when it doesn't, it's even worse. It's like your body, you're calling yourself a loser. Your body responds to both, you know, not feeling desire. And then this second part that is saying the scathing criticism of yourself I'm a loser. Your penis doesn't work. Of course you need your penis to work. And that would kind of solve all of this. Is there anything that you need from Jane that would be comforting in this moment when your penis isn't working and you feel this deep sense of I'm a loser? Is there anything she could say or could do to touch you or comfort you in this place where you, you need so much? I haven't really thought about it. Oh, no. But yeah. maybe I do feel so much pressure on me and maybe some kind of message that like it's going to be okay. It's, it's not the end of the world. It's, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Just some sense that she takes the pressure off this moment, that this moment is not critical to who you and her are together. And it's okay. Maybe that your penis isn't hard or doesn't work right now. And, and kind of takes the pressure off both of you. Maybe just a little of reassurance, like that this is not the end of the world. It's okay that you're not ready, that you don't, you're not responding, that you're not a loser, that she loves you, that she accepts that this is not the moment. How would that feel to you? I think that would be different. I mean, because I really don't accept it, but maybe if she could. Let me know that it's okay. She's she's okay with it. That would that would help. Yeah. So if she could let you know somehow that it's okay, that this moment it's it's not your moment, and that she's not going to be upset with you, that she has some understanding 
of what you're going through and the pressure that you feel and this scathing thing that you're saying that you're not a loser, um, it would be good. What about, do you think you could say to her and ask her for this? Like, what I really need here is to be told it's okay, that it's okay that I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready in my body. I'm not ready mm. in this moment to be with you. Could, do you think you could ask her for some reassurance here? What would that be like? It's a bit scary, but I think I can do it. So and the scariness is it tells us we're right where we need to be because it's it is so risky to ask for that, especially with this self-judgment that you have. So could you turn to yeah. her and say that? Like I Yeah. So so Jane, I mean, I guess deep down. I don't really believe in me in this place. And I wouldn't blame you if you don't really believe in me in this place. But it could really help if if you could believe in me and and tell me it's going to be okay. Yeah, I do believe in you. I really do. It's okay with me that you're not ready when I reach for you. It's okay that your body isn't ready. I, I don't expect you to be hard in those moments. Like when it just occurs to me in the spur of the moment, I I just want to be with you. You are what's important to me. Being with you, and it doesn't have to be sexual. I just, I, I get excited about touching you, about reaching for you. It's okay. It's not the end of the world if we don't have sex. It's not the end of the world if it's not your moment. I I love you. You're yeah. not a loser. I appreciate it. It's hard to take it in. It feels like I'm I'm only good when I get win and get it right. So when I fail, it's hard to imagine. But I mean, I guess what you're saying is even if I fail, you still want me. I do want you. And we think about this a little bit differently. For me, I'm believing in you. I'm believing in us. I, I don't even see you as a loser or a failure. It's okay to not be in the mood. It's okay to take a lot of time with each other. And and I think that I so want you to hear that I love you in these moments, that I see you as valuable and I, I see you as a good sexual partner. It's okay to have this time that it's not your moment. You you have a right to not be ready when I just spontaneously bring it up. That That's okay. I can feel my shoulders loosening up now. Good. good. I feel my neck. I feel more relaxed. Right? So again, it's that's the longing for me to be wanted and find connection in places I usually only find isolation and self-criticism. Every time I fail. Wait, wait, let me process with you. You're I want to know what Joe felt. So Joe felt his shoulders loosen up? Yes. Joe has felt loose and I can feel myself like having a bit of success in a place I normally never have any success. It's hard to trust it, but it feels it feels really good. That, that I never feel relaxed 
the opposite of pressure is relief. And that's kind of what I feel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. And again, for you, which are listening, there's always a longing when you're threatened to be able to take the time to try to find your words, to kind of get help in this place. That's what love does. That's real courage to ask for help. We're not designed to face these places alone. Just because you faced it alone most of your life doesn't mean you have to keep doing that. And when people, when we can find connection in these dark, shadowy places, the world just becomes a safer place. And it unleashes all this energy now that I can free up to actually start to figure out what the hell I want sexually. And I need that reassurance and I can feel myself more calm, like saying, huh, what would turn me on now? Like, and starting to access more of those positive longings once the fears are reduced. Yeah. I just am again reminded of the male sexual withdrawer. So much pressure is he feels like he should have that spark that comes alive instantaneously, no matter what. And his penis should respond as well. And he should have an erection like, boom. I mean, it's out of the blue and he has so much pressure on him. And how could he move from that sense of pressure and telling himself he's a loser into a sexual moment? I mean, he doesn't even give himself, you know, a heartbeat to move into a sexual moment because he's already condemned himself. Yes. Let's get it with yours. Take some pressure off, please. Sex is better with less pressure. And I think that the sexual pursuer woman was able to reassure him. Yep. She didn't have Very that good. expectation. Exactly. Okay, all. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.